Welcome back to the Americana. It's been a minute. What the fuck is going on with our country, folks? It's absolutely out of control. You got Democrats destroying the USA. Biden can no longer hold a conversation. Mitch McConnell is literally having a fucking seizure when asked if he's running for re-election. And the House just passed another $95 billion Ukraine stimulus package. All of this was done while you were at the Roman Circus. I mean the Super Bowl. Is this microphone on? Okay, folks, the United States illegal immigration problem is so insanely high that I believe the damage is almost virtually irreversible at this point. I don't see how we'll ever recover from this shit, and it's growing by the day. The government has contoured a new society for these people, making things like laws not pertaining to them. Did you see the guys the other day that got arrested for beating up cops? They were kicking the shit out of these guys. A couple police officers. The next day it shows these illegals walking out of the courthouse giving the middle finger to the camera. You ain't seen Americans doing that. Welcome to the new USA, folks. And we're letting it happen. I just heard the other day that an illegal can fly on an airplane with only one document that shows ID. And you won't believe what that idea is. An arrest warrant. What's next? Are they going to be able to purchase fully automatic rifles with them? Yeah, you heard that right. An arrest warrant document now qualifies as ID for illegals to fly with you and your loved ones the next time you travel on an airplane. Meanwhile, Americans like you and me, we have to go get real ID from the Department of Motor Vehicles, sit in long, long lines waiting for hours, or go through the painstaking process of getting a passport, or keeping multiple IDs in our possessions at the time while we fly, or risk not even making your flight altogether. While illegals only need one piece of paper, one document saying, I'm a criminal protected by the Democrats. When are Americans going to have enough of this shit folks these u.s double standards you would think this shit should be pissing some people off right about now but everyone seems pretty fucking quiet about it when is enough going to be enough i don't know about you but i'm getting pretty fucking tired of this bullshit paying taxes knowing my tax dollars are funding wars in ukraine that ultimately will lead us into a war on our homeland at some point and you know with who with Russia. These retards that say, oh, it's a stand with Ukraine. What the fuck are you talking about? You obviously don't understand politics about war. Putin would end this war tomorrow if we stopped funding this shit. People say, well, these people are repressed and they just want to be free. Free from what? Wake up. We're all controlled by our government, folks. The United States, the U.S. is the only country in the world that still has the ability to limit governmental control, but it takes an overwhelming consensus of U.S. citizens to agree. Listen. Listen to that, folks. Here is the key. 
I'll say it again. It takes an overwhelming amount of votes, which we don't have because the dumb are outbreeding the smart. So why do you care about Ukraine when you don't even give a shit about your own country you live in now? And giving aid to Israel? What the fuck? You know, I've lost a lot of friends over this last year, over this topic. The shit going on in the Middle East right now because of my views on this subject. A lot of people don't really know or understand the constant conflict that this country has had with one another. Israel has always been a predominantly oppressive and suppressive culture towards the Palestinians. Israel has always treated the Palestinians like dogs, lower than human life. Basically how the Nazis treated the Jews. And I think it's ironic that the amount of Jews Israel has, that they would treat anyone the same way that they got treated by the Nazis. It's always interesting to me how, how history repeats itself, because it does. So this conversation that led to me losing friendships originated from the ideology that the war was justified for Israel to go in and slaughter Palestinians on a massive scale, no matter what. Man, woman, and child, it didn't matter. To them, they all had to die, apparently, because Hamas stated it. And that we are going to finish this once and for all, as they've stated. Apparently, that means everyone dies. Well, see, I don't agree with it. I think that's bullshit. We all have heard now that Hamas, who apparently speaks for everyone in Palestine, or at least presented to us by the media and so by Israel, now is holding all Palestinians guilty of crimes against them for whatever Hamas did, leading to everyone's death in Gaza and Palestine. And if you don't think that's what's happening, you probably aren't watching global news or your algorithms are a little off on your search on your search engine because of the things that you normally try to research. See, their plan is clear and they're executing it daily. Hamas was just an excuse to move forward with a plan there's a couple plans in play, and people don't really understand what they're doing. See, this is how government does this. It's almost like 9-11. Go back to season one to refresh your memory on that. But I digress. Now more than 13,000 kids have been killed. Not to mention innocent women and men that didn't have anything to do with Hamas or any terrorist-like activity at all. I mean, you do understand that not Everyone supports attacking Israel, even though they've always treated the Palestinians like shit. You know what the general consensus of the desire of these people, what they want is to be free from an oppressive ruler. But isn't that what we all want? It's interesting, the power of the news media and social media, how they can demonize and turn an entire world against you. But don't worry. I'm sure it'll never happen here in the United States and you won't have, you'll never have anything to worry about. Oh, wait, if you didn't get vaccinated, it already happened to you. So go, so going back to my friendship that ended this year, this one person in particular uh, who I called my friend told me I was a Hamas supporter because I didn't agree with children being killed during a time of war. I said, really? Are you fucking kidding me? You, look, you might be able to turn a whole country against others and execute a complete genocide, but to call me a terrorist? Fuck you. If that's the way you feel, fuck off. I'm first and foremost a true-blooded American who would die for his country tomorrow. I fear nothing when it comes to an enemy foreign 
or domestic. I love my country just because I believe our government and politicians are criminals and I can see through the bullshit doesn't mean I don't bleed red, white, and blue. Even though calling me a terrorist on text was smarter than saying it to my face, you're still an asshole nevertheless, and I'm done with you. The real terrorist is an ignorant fuck that can't see past his own nose. Remember that not all terrorists have bombs or weapons. Some have pens, text messages, and social media accounts, as well as signatures to sign in new laws. Look, I don't side with anyone who attacks anyone unjustifiably, especially women and children. So if Hamas attacked Israel, then fuck them. Kill them. I would never condone it. But if you say that I support Hamas because I don't support Israel's genocide towards innocent Palestinian people getting killed, then fuck you. Period. You can fuck off. So that's how I lost friendships some ended this last year. And I really don't give a shit because I'm not going to change my views for anyone as you shouldn't as well. I think Israel is fucked up for doing what they're doing. You got a hard on for Hamas? Great. If you really care about eradicating the issue, you call Hamas, then go in in small scale teams and take out the target. But don't carpet bomb densely populated areas with women and children. It's wrong. It's bullshit. You know, Israel's prime minister, I call him Netanyahu because he's a fucking nutcase, he was reported authorizing the killing of women and children, and he did so by saying to his soldiers that none of them will be held accountable for killing women and children, meaning like none of them will seek prosecution. Well, that translates to a soldier with zero ethics as kill everyone and anyone you want. And they aren't doing, they are doing just that. Want to know another fucked up fact? It's been said that Israel knowing kids and families are starving. Listen to this shit that they're making bombs out of food canisters. So they, when they try to open them because they're fucking hungry, they explode. Now that's simply pure evil, man. That shit's totally fucked up. Israel's national security minister, Itamar Ben-Gvir, demanded that the army shoot Palestinian women and children during a cabinet meeting, saying, quote, we cannot have women and children getting close to the border. Anyone who gets near must get a bullet in the head. Now, these are some fucked up people, man. And I use the word people very loosely. There isn't humanity visible with these people. Look, ethically, the way I feel about, the way I feel about it is, you know, I've always been proud of my country, the USA, because I felt like we were a country that stood against bullies. And I've always felt anger and animosity towards anyone that would bully another person. But now the United States of America, because of our political leaders, we have an office. Our country no longer sees that higher moral ground. And we fund and support bully-like behavior. And I'm fucking sick of it. I'm getting sick of this shit, man. I believe our military personnel, the ones no longer serving in the military primarily, because of the political mandating COVID vaccines. See, those soldiers stood for something. Just like when I told them the military politicians told them to get vaccinated and the soldiers told them to fuck off. Those good men and women would stood against, they would stand against this bullshit. They would fight against anyone that would bully innocent women and children. No one with good morals would stand for this shit happening over there.
I don't think any U.S. soldier would stand by and watch an Israeli soldier shoot an innocent woman or child and do nothing about it. I don't believe that. We used to have people that represented this country. They had a moral compass, but we lost that somewhere along the way. Now we fund them bombing raid after bombing raid, paid for by the U.S. tax dollar. You and me. I see images of children missing limbs, dead, buried under rubble, or being treated at whatever hospital hasn't been destroyed by the Israeli bombing raids, and being treated with no fucking anesthesia. Could you imagine your child having a surgery, being awake, getting stitches or having broken bones, huge lacerations, missing a limb with no medicine to take the pain away? You're sitting there holding their hand as they're screaming in pain and you, you can do nothing to relieve their pain. We keep letting these idiot politicians run our country and we don't stand up to them. We may find out and get that experience one day to know just what this pain and tragedy feels like. You think I'm kidding. We haven't been closer to a war in our homeland than right now. And if you don't agree, you need to put your ear to the ground and listen to the buffalo coming because our political leaders, they just don't want you to know about it. Are you ready? I'm 99.9% sure you're not. They have soldiers coming in right now. Somebody say, what do you mean? Well, open borders. You've noticed there has been a mind-blowing estimated 10 million illegals that have entered our country, enough to repopulate several states. Think about this. And I love how they call them migrants instead of illegals. Look the definition up of migrants. There's a reason they always use a softer word to describe evil. The definition of migrant is asylum seeker, wanderers, or drifters. No, motherfucker, make no mistake. These are mostly criminal or cartel mules that owe the cartel money and people that don't have our best interests in mind at all. Trust me when I say this. And China, apparently COVID wasn't a big enough impact on our country. So they fabricated and the, and the delivery of fentanyl now goes through Mexico from them. Oh shit, you didn't know? Yeah, the same assholes that brought you our respiratory illness to the USA also is now the world leader in manufacturing fentanyl. You know, the number one killer drug is now in our country. And it's more than likely in your hometown as well. China is delivering it to Mexico, our illegal immigration issue capital of the world, the most dangerous drug known to man. But don't get me wrong. It's not just Mexico that Sleepy Joe is responding or, or, or is sponsoring to repopulate our country. No, Joe is allowing illegals from all over the world. Yes, that means we can have Russian spies. We could have terrorists from the Middle East. We could have Chinese spies. Anyone who hates our country. And we could have all kinds of issues created by these illegals. Our government is bringing in at the expense of our taxpaying dollars. Look, let me ask you this serious question. And I really want you to think about this for a second. I want you to imagine for a second, especially if you have kids, how horrible would it be to know that your child, your wife, your husband, or mother was murdered by someone or somebody who was here illegally 
that you funded by taxpaying dollars to be here. These are actual situations that are happening to Americans and facing on a daily basis. As this is happening to many Americans already across the United States. These are questions that never get asked and answers that are never given. Just like when the White House correspondent, anytime being asked by a reporter like Peter Ducey or anyone else with half a brain, this Jean Pierre lady ignores the question or redirects or doesn't even answer. She doesn't have to. Just like Biden with his criminal financial money laundering shell companies. Apparently, it's not important enough to Americans and to the American people to press the issue. And we're a simple society that doesn't demand answers anymore. Because the first time in U.S. history we have a president in office that is too incompetent to stand trial for any crimes. But apparently, the position of the U.S. president doesn't take skill or competence, as the Democrats are saying. This is what happens when you have this type of administration in power. They like to say that Donald Trump is the reason. Donald Trump is the one that wants to run this country like a dictatorship, allowing our country to be taken over by thugs, when in reality, the thugs are already running this country, folks. A gang of thugs. And they're called Democrats. They are the most dangerous cancer the United States has ever seen. Once thought to be a political party, has now become a terrorist organization that is leading our country on a path of destruction. Most people don't even understand why Democrats would bring so many illegals into our country. I get asked this you know, from time to time what my opinion is on this, so let me explain how this works and how fucked up they are. When you have so many blue states that are corruptively ran by Democrats, and we do, and those Democrats are ultimately leading to the destruction of those states, such as California, Oregon, and Washington, good people, Republican or Libertarian-type people, that care about this country often pack up their shit to move to a state that is ran by Republicans that has better views, political agendas, less crime as most states that are run by Democrats do. This is why we saw in the last year so many Hollywood elites leaving California because it has become so dangerous. California's political views are dangerous for its people. And their political policies are no longer appealing to intelligent-minded folks, leaving the dumb ones behind that won't challenge the real issues. So what happens when all of these people leave and a state that drives them out because of failed political policies and evil agendas? Well, what happens is they lose congressional seats. And when they lose a population, see, because of the maximum number amount of representatives in the U.S. House has always been fixed at 435 since 1929, the states gain population faster than others will gain additional representatives in the House. And those whose population grow less quickly or decline will lose representative seats. So this is why the Census Bureau sends those annoying assholes with clipboards to your house to come knock on your door harassing you to fill out paperwork. They sometimes can threaten you or to take legal action against you if you don't do it. Because to them, they know that politically, it, uh, it could be the beginning or the end of something great for them. In short, 
losing congressional seats equals to them losing power to vote for their agendas. So this is why. But this also leads to corruption, as we are seeing with the influx of illegals that have flooded our borders and are now becoming a huge problem for our country. It is only a matter of time before we see the negative impacts coming from our decisions and allowing this to happen. Joe Biden recently publicly stated, when it comes to November, remember that the border crisis was Donald Trump's fault. Interesting attempt to gaslight the people of this country. However, the smart ones will consider the fact that you've been in office for almost four years. The problem of this country has increased every year in those last four, every month and every day. You, sir, are directly the problem, and we need you out of the White House immediately. I want to tell you this interesting story that I heard. This is a story of a professor in a very prestigious college. And now these colleges are known for housing some of the most brilliant future minds, or at least we're so to believe. So this professor, a very brilliant professor, comes in one day into his classroom, and he's normally a very, very well-liked professor. A very nice, easygoing guy. But this morning was different. This morning, the professor was not himself. The professor walked in and put a goldfish bowl with a goldfish in it on his desk while looking at the class with an angry face. He didn't say anything. As everyone started to kind of stare his direction, he slams his hand down on the table to get everyone's attention in the classroom and yells at the students. For the first time, the students in this class, you know, by the way, have ever heard, they've never heard this teacher raise his voice or conduct himself like this. So he yells at the classroom, screaming to them and says, everyone sit down, sit in your chairs, do not move, do not speak. Anyone that gets up out of their chair before I get back into this classroom will immediately fail this class. Now you got to remember that there are people in this class that are straight A students, man. They've busted their ass to get to this point. They spent thousands and thousands of dollars in education. You know, nothing is more fearful to these people to lose what they've worked so hard for. After a few minutes of silence pass, the professor reaches in into the fishbowl, grabs the small goldfish, and lays it on his desktop. The professor then leaves the classroom as the goldfish flops back and forth on top of his desk, struggling to breathe. Now you can imagine how many students in this classroom, especially in today's time, were upset, but all of them sat there. Not one of them said a word. They all looked at each other. They looked back and forth. The goldfish was struggling, flipping back and forth on top of the desk, struggling for his life. Several minutes like this went by. There were tears in the eyes of more than half of the students in this classroom. Every student in this classroom felt similarly the same way. You could see it on their faces. The people next to them felt the same way. About two and a half to three minutes went by. One girl, crying, clearly upset, finally stood up, walked up to the front of the classroom, grabbed the goldfish, and put it back inside of the bowl. The professor watching through the glass and the door in the classroom came back into the, into the classroom, said to the girl, go sit down with an angry voice. 
The professor picks up the fishbowl as he walks back into the classroom, holding it in his hand. Fish now clearly breathing, swimming around the bowl. The professor, looking at the classroom, simply says, Do you see what society has planned for you? Do you see what they have already done to you? Humanity. This is what they will take from you. In a society where we would normally have immediately jumped up and put the fish back into the bowl, we are now in a society where we will sit and we will watch as things deteriorate. You are clearly witnessing things every day in your life you can have direct control over and some you can't. Don't let your humanity die. Don't sit in a chair when you can stand up and be the change that's needed. You might stand to lose something in your life, but the fibers of what makes us great is our humanity. Don't ever lose it. You know, I'm not super religious. I believe in God. I just don't believe in man. This man is often full of shit. As he's created all of these side hustle religions that are propagated around financial gain, not spirituality. It's not about being in touch with God. It's more about creating a more righteous path to obscure one's vision just enough to buy. And I literally mean buy your way closer to God. These people are the flock of sheep. My God refers to there was only one God, no other God, but one God. And I'm a believer that my God cares not about your money. You don't need a church or a mosque or a temple to speak to him. So I may not be super religious, but I will pray for Palestine. I will pray for Palestinians as they need it. And I will pray for our country as we need it. If our country has any hope to change the course we're presently on, we need the man back in office right now. We need lower gas prices, no wars, and a strong economy again. And I hope our country can look past the overall dislike for a person and start putting our country's needs first, especially after this last four we've just had with Biden. We need to vote for Trump in 2024 so we can clean up this mess at the White House and give America back her voice. Until next time, I appreciate you all listening, and I hope you follow to the next episode of... The Americana.